Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. This week, our Mothership campaign continues. Unfortunately, due to a mix-up involving some deleted backup files, the next episode in the campaign has been lost. In order to bring everyone up to speed on what they missed, I'll now recount the events of the missing session in a short summary. Arriving at the Deep's crowded docking station, the divers set about finding a ship to steal in order to escape the station and its insane AI master, Monarch. They found a derelict science vessel called the Oberon Mariner, in need of some repairs but still in serviceable shape. While searching the other docked ships for components and supplies, Rook, Zark, and Titus stumbled upon a pair of androids who attacked them. Luckily, Zark was able to scavenge their data cores and decided to reformat one of them to use as the Oberon Mariner's AI control system. However, the stress brought on by callously deleting an android's mind caused Zark to have an episode of the Benz in which he decided that he did not deserve to leave the deep with the others. Because Zark was the only pilot, Titus and Rook did what they could to persuade him to go with them, and by that I mean Titus shot him in the leg with an electrified harpoon. After bribing their way past the blockade surrounding the deep by trading some of their artifacts, the crew steered the Oberon Mariner to the backwater world of Wilson's Folly, where they hoped to sell their remaining artifacts and hire a crew of mercenaries to help them take down the monarch once and for all. And now, Session 6 begins. Hello, Craig and Giark, and our listeners. Welcome to another Ragnarok Rock actual play. Tonight, we are playing Mothership. Uh, this, well, I mean, I guess technically this is Gradient Descent, but we're uh, we're going off book for a bit. Because last game, you guys uh, escaped. You actually got off the space station. You escaped the deep. Yes, we did. Hooray. Now, everything's fine. Nothing's going to go wrong ever again. Yeah. We, I think we what happened good. is a terrible decision. That's what's going to happen. Well, so uh, why, don't we, why don't we introduce your characters first? We'll start in descending order with James. Hi, I am James, and I am playing Rook Brannigan. He is a teamster. Uh, he's good with tools. Um, he's... Uh, um uh, very adamant uh about going back and and uh taking down that stupid computer that was really mean to us and uh monarch. yeah yeah monarch and uh let's see um uh yeah uh and uh yeah he's got a crowbar that he really he's become very fond of um i think he fought off a bunch of synths just to get it back and yes. uh yeah, so uh, it's become his new best friend. It's like his Wilson, and, and uh, <laughs> uh, he's happy to have uh, escaped with his friends Muck and uh, Titus. And uh, like he's looking his, uh, to go back and crack some sense. Call it, you should call it your Wilson. Yes, I should. My All right, Wilson. next up. Will next up is in every campaign. Well, I mean, we're heading to Wolfson's Folly right now. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah, too late, Ryan. And I disagree. All right, Ryan, you're up. All right, well, if uh, if you thought James was bad, it only gets worse from here. Uh, hi, everybody, I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Zark Muckerberg. 
Uh, he is a computer programmer and engineer. Uh, he's got a little bit of uh, first aid skill and a little bit of piloting. He knows a lot about artificial intelligence um, because, you know, a couple of days of pretty steady trauma will make you an expert in artificial intelligence. 10,000 hours or just like a one a really intensive weekend course. Right. It was like a, it was like a boot camp where, where yeah. they, tra- they traumatized knowledge into Exactly. Um, so, so uh, Zark is uh, constantly mistaken for an android. He has no idea why. Um, he is. Uh, <laughs> He's constantly mistaken for an android, but that just doesn't. That just doesn't compute, Dan. <laughs> no, it doesn't compute at all. Um, and he is. He is uh, having having bouts of uh, conscience about uh, having erased an android's logic core in order to put it into the ship. Uh, the... Gotta bring up the ship's name again. The Oberon Mariner. It's at the, the top. At the, I posted it in the role-playing chat, and it has the... Yeah, I, I, opened it, I opened it in another window, because I, I can't role-play ah. unless I have at least five windows in, in three different programs open, so... Naturally. Um, I've got I've got Google Chrome. I've got two two different windows in Adobe Acrobat, uh, and I've got um, Discord open. So uh, anyway, that's nice. that's all that's all I got. So amateur. All right, and last but not least is Krizis. All right, so my character's name is Titus Tigerius. And um, I decided he looks exactly like the wrestler Titus O'Neil. And if you don't know who that is, you should probably Google Titus World Slide and watch him fall. It's very funny. Um, so I'm the Marine of the group. And uh, I am very careful with what I eat now that I found the me-flavored meat bar. Yeah. That's about it. I've got a harpoon taser, which I believe I... Tasered Ryan with. You yes, did. through the leg. Yeah, you, uh, tas- you tasered Muck. You didn't taser Ryan because if you tasered Ryan, I'm pretty sure Ryan would have probably filed a lawsuit against you. Maybe. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. No. I, I would say it was justified. So the the restraining order is pending, but you know, yeah. well, you'll have to excuse me. I just always wanted to tase Ryan. So yeah, I understand. I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember you talking about that a lot back in the early days. You're like Ron talking about how he wants to punch Jam. Yeah, exactly like that. All right. So just a note uh, on the the map I made of the ship for you guys. Uh, One, it's not to scale. It's really just to give you an idea of where all the rooms are and everything. Um, uh, It's not to scale. Yeah, no. Uh, Well, I didn't. I didn't follow the standard mothership ship making rules for it uh so it's uh it's just a, to give you an idea of where things are um the, please, ex- please excuse the crudeness of my uh <laughs> my diagram here yeah uh so just so you could read it the uh the check the the check areas between each room are just the the airlocks between each room um on the on deck one that on the bottom, that symbol on, under five is the main airlock in and out of the ship, uh, and the arrows indicate access 
between the floors. So the uh, cargo the cargo space is two floors high, and that's where the ladders are to get up and down between the different decks of the ship. Um, yeah. Uh, that is that. Uh, and I just realized that the airlock... Uh, there's, a, there's a ramp, whatever. I say the, the door is on deck one, which is above ground, but... Whatever, there's a ramp. Um, okay, so the first thing I need you all to do is roll 1d5. 1d5? Okay. Yes. Just tell me what you get. Four. I got okay. a five. Chris got a four. Ryan got a four. Yes. And James got a five. Okay. I use that generator you gave me, so. <laughs> All right, that's done. So, uh, at the end of last game, you managed to uh, make some repairs to the Oberon Mariner, which is a science ship that you found docked at uh, in in the deep, uh, in the docking bay of uh, Mon- not Monarch of uh, the what was the official name. Cloud Bank Synthetic Productions Facility. Uh, you made some repairs and got it underway. You bribed your way past the uh, security cordon that keeps people from ostensibly going in or out of the deep. Uh, they don't do a very good job of it, though. And uh, you set course for the backwater uh, sleazy planet of Wilson's Folly. You you put yourselves down into cryosleep, and uh, the ship AI, the newly minted Gemini, is going to wake you when you're on your final approach to the planet. So cryosleep is long and dreamless. You lay down and close your eyes, and then you open them again at the other end of your journey, which is what happens now. You all wake up, uh, and the voice of Gemini greets you. Hello, crew. We are approximately two days from our destination. Thank you, Gemini. Gemini. My apologies, Gemini. Uh, So, also, you have uh, two artifacts left that you managed to get out of uh, the deep. You have uh, some tiny purple crystals, which glow, which grow on a piece of pseudo flesh, uh, and you also have a, a microfilm canister that is uh, covered. Uh, the, the film inside is just full of binary. You don't know exactly what it says. We uh, gave up the logic core, right? Or something? Uh, yes, you traded the logic core to the um, to the blockade in order to get out. I mean, isn't Ryan like a programmer? He could be, yes. Among other things. Yeah. So we should know what the binary says. Uh, that's true. Uh, it seems to be uh, some sort of epic poem. Uh-huh. Uh, don't I also have an alien foot or something? Uh, I don't know. Do you? I didn't write that down. You might. 
I, I think I wrote alien something. I wrote alien something, and I, I can't tell if it's foot or pod. I don't, know. I don't I think something. it was pod. It might have been foot. Yeah, I think I, I think I wrote foot. I, I think that's just terrible a terrible trinket thing you found. All right, so your your odd approach to Wilson's folly. Oberon Mariner, though, is still pretty uh, pretty empty. Most everything was picked, picked clean by other scavengers uh, over the years or however long it was docked at the deep. So the, the science lab you have is, ba- is empty. The medical bay is, is totally empty. Uh, the, the barracks are livable. There's bunks and everything. You manage to go through and uh, there's lockers for the crew that used to be here. And you find jumpsuits that are more or less in your size. Um, would you guys like to roll for the patches on your on your new jumpsuits? Sure. All right. So then roll a d hundred. Let me find that table. There we go. I got fifty five. James uh, <laughs> Rook has a patch on his new jumpsuit that says. Keep well lubricated. Oh, <laughs> I mean, as as a, I guess a teamster that that kind of makes sense. It's a, as a mechanical person, you know, most yeah. things need to be kept lubricated. <laughs> yeah, yep. I love it. Um, I, I got, got seven. Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, you got a seven. I heard it. Seventeen. Oh. Seventeen. Uh, you have a pinup ace of spades. All right. Mine was an eight. An eight? Yeah. Uh, it's a nuclear symbol. Ooh. Can't find my pen to write that down, but as soon as I do. Nuclear fire. Nuclear fire. Apparently, I also have a pen that says, All matter wants to be on fire. Yep. I think I need that in real life. Oh, here it is. So, a nu- like the. Uh, the three triangly thingies, nuclear. Yeah, like, symbol? Oh, like a radiation symbol. Yeah. Okay. It's just sewn in the patch of the only jumpsuit that fits you. All right. So you've got that. Uh, is there anything you? There is uh, a, a smattering of food left. Uh, in well, the Titus flavored. No. <laughs> Uh, in the, there is a smattering of food left in the galley. It's it's basically like stale granola bars, but they're edible. That's that's about all you could say about them, though, is that they are technically edible. Mine tastes like cardboard. The wrapper on is mine there, I don't know what... is cardboard flavored. <laughs> it's intentional. Is there anything you'd like to do on the ship before you land at Wilson's Folly? Um, I, I guess I'd like to read that epic poem. Is it, is it any good? Um, let me see what it says. Uh, well, it is a uh, procedurally generated epic poem in binary uh, written by one of the androids that lives on the uh, on the deep, um, 
It's about, let me a second, I have to get to the different classes of androids. Man, it's too bad Will didn't write those poems for you yet. You could have just read one of those. I would have. There's... I mean, ah, Will, he asked what what a poem was, so it's going to be well, a while before we get those. He asked what a sonnet was. Yeah, to be fair, he that asked is. what a sonnet was. Uh, so it's an epic poem. Uh, it, it kind of... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, it reads... It's a very... Um, the, the rhyme scheme is more or less non-existent. And it's also uh, very adulatious of the monarch. Uh, in this poem, the monarch is portrayed as some sort of uh, benevolent deity that is leading people, uh, leading his chosen people or his chosen androids uh, to some sort of uh, euphoric uh, promised land sort of place. Right. So crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean... It's an epic poem. It's uh, probably about what you'd expect. Not like crazy enough to make you have to make a check, but definitely probably <laughs> not what you would normally read. And not crazy enough to join a cult or anything. No. I mean, unless you find it really persuasive, that's up to you. Nah. Well, it's uh, it's interesting poetry, uh, obviously written by someone who's completely unhinged, but maybe it's worth something. I prefer an ABBA rhyme scheme. It is rather freeform for your taste. Right. Blank verse is uh, not ideal. <sighs> uh, okay. So and anything else you guys would like to do, or do you want to just land up to our landing? I don't have anything. Yeah, I can't really think of much. Okay. Uh, so, who is piloting the ship? I believe that is Muck? Yeah, Muck is the pilot. Alright, so Muck, make a speed plus uh, piloting. Okay. It's not bad. Okay, and that's not bad either. Forty nine out of fifty four. Okay, yeah, you. It's a pretty smooth landing down onto uh, Walson's Folly. So as you get closer, you see the planet uh, is is green and lush. You see uh, just this explosion of verdant plant life everywhere, broken by uh, huge oceans that span the continent. Not not the continents. That you know, wrap around the planet. It looks beautiful. It looks um, just so so flush and full of life. Um, and you uh, you get a radio communication from the only major settlement on the on the planet, and uh, it gives you instructions on where to land. Uh, and so you set down, <laughs> you set down on a landing pad that's about a kilometer outside of town. You know they don't want to them too close uh so it's just a little bit of a walk uh and you uh you know you dock the ship you or you land the ship you go through all your normal landing procedures and you go to the airlock and go to step outside into 
onto this planet. And you know uh, the atmosphere is breathable. You don't need any kind of special equipment or anything. It's like a it's a guarded world. And the door opens, and you are hit with the smell. It's sulfuric and uh, rotten. It, it makes you all gag as soon as you open the airlock and try to step outside. And then the second thing that hits you is the humidity and the heat. It is boiling outside. It must be like 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, the humidity feels like it's hovering around 90, 95%. Uh, you look out, you see you're in kind of some kind of swampy area, uh, and you realize that with the humidity and the smell, it's like you just walked into a giant armpit. Welcome to Wilson's Folly. Oh, God, this is terrible. Oh, I think I still prefer this over, over uh, that fucking place, though. Yeah. This uh, this barely qualifies as breathing. As you as you step down the ramp from your ship, uh, there's a there's a little bit of bustle at the port here. Uh, there's a, a handful of other ships have landed and spread out around. As you uh, get down on the ground, you see ahead of you. There's a path that leads to the main settlement to the distance. Uh, and there are vendor carts that have been set up along the path with people selling a whole bunch of stuff. You you could see and uh, hear uh, the sounds of meat and other various foods being cooked on little streetcars. Uh, there are people selling uh, tchotchkes, but also um, like ship parts and, or offering their services to repair ships uh, and yeah, they just sort of line this this pathway to the settlement. What you doing? Right. Well, I got us here, folks. Um, anyone know where we can uh, offload our goodies and maybe make some money? That meat smells. Well, it, it it doesn't really smell like much except wet farts, but uh, I'm getting I'm getting kind of a whiff of appetizing meat. Well, uh, I, you're actually the only other people that I've interacted with. Um, I don't uh, I don't even know if I have social skills anymore. <laughs> I will say, uh, in your time leaving, most of your memories have come back. Uh, so you you would know you have theoretically interacted with other people before, uh, but whether you have social skills or not is up to you. Well, we don't want to look like um, like rookies or anything. People might take advantage of us. Uh, maybe we should find uh, where people are gathering and see about finding a shop. Find a way to un- find a way to maybe find a job, get some cash, sell our stuff. What do you got, Titus? Chris stepped away. Oh, 
Titus wants to punch people in the face and just take their stuff. Uh, I'm lying. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, uh, if you guys wanted now. to, no. uh, the the place you did you hear my description of Wilson's Folly? No, but I see that the ocean spanned the continents. No, that was a mistake. It smells and feels like a sweaty armpit. Okay. It smells very... terrible, and it's very hot and humid. Like Florida, but worse. Oh, oh God. That's rough. Uh, so is it like Florida mixed with Jersey, then? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the atmosphere of Florida with the smell of Jersey. The Jersey, Jersey, Jersey City, Florida, right? Jersey City, Florida. Oh, God. It's a hellhole. Well, you wanted a, a off the off the beaten path, crappy place to go to where no one was going to ask questions. We found That's one. That's Wilson's Folly. Uh, if you want, so there's, there's only one path into town, so getting there is easy enough. But if you want to try to find something specific around this place, that's going to be a rimwise check. Intelligence, uh, intellect plus rimwise. If you don't have that, you could just do rimwise, but it would be at disadvantage. I mean, you could just do intellect. Intellect at disadvantage. But it would be at disadvantage. Uh, I do not have rimwise, and my intellect is 45, it looks like. Yeah, I I don't either. Oh, um, there we go. Room wise, no, I don't have it. I'll I'll try the intellect check at disadvantage. Excuse me. Okay. God, you roll twice. What? So the first the first roll, I made it fifty nine out of fifty nine. Ooh. The second roll was a ninety. Oof. Yeah. So you're. The three of you are are walking into town. Uh, You're you're passing by all these little vendors. You see a conspicuous amount of umbrella vendors, and you realize along the way, because there's suddenly just a rain squall. Like, the the skies, it doesn't look like rain, and then all of a sudden, it just pours. Uh, And within a minute, you are soaked through, and it's a hot rain, so you're not even cold. You see, most of the vendors, uh, uh, most of the people walking around, uh, are sudden, suddenly, like out of, seemingly out of nowhere, either have umbrellas or raincoats that they pull up. And you notice that all the the vendors, their stalls, all have uh, umbrellas and uh, tarps that span over them. Which at first you thought was maybe just for the sun. You now realize it's also for the rain. It only lasts about five minutes, but by the time you get to town, you are sopping wet. Uh, I'll I'll buy an umbrella at some point on the way. How many credits do you have down at the bottom of your sheet there? Oh, down at the bottom. Let's see. Uh, starting credits five d ten times ten. I never did it. Can I roll it now? Oh, that's because you woke up naked in a cryo tube. So you have. Oh, zero I have probably credits. like three hundred, three hundred thousand. Uh, no, the usual sorry. amount. Yeah, the usual amount. The usual amount times zero. You guys have no. Can I can I barter my plastic sunglasses for an umbrella? Um. uh, Roll. 
That's going to be, let's see. Can I trade my alien foot for an umbrella? Do I want these sunglasses? Could they be more useful than the umbrella? I'm already soaked. It is is sunny here. Uh, Yeah, okay, I'll keep the sunglasses. Never mind. Um, I don't think there's a... Let me just, I'm just looking at the skills real quick to see if anything would apply. Um, Wait a minute, what about this coupon for one free umbrella I found? It expired yesterday. Damn it. Yeah, sorry. Um, it would probably be uh, intellect plus rimwise, honestly, <laughs> to barter your uh, alien foot. So, just intellect. No disadvantage. But you could try to barter it if you want. Uh, 22 out of 45. A critical success? Uh, yeah, you find someone who's happy to trade uh, an umbrella for your foot. Uh, considering it's a crit, could I get more than one umbrella? I mean, it is a very rare alien foot. No one else has this. Uh, I'll... Hmm. I'll say you could either get two umbrellas or one large, um, like one large golf umbrella that you could probably all fit under if you squeeze together. Or two regular umbrellas. I think I'll go with the two regular. I think that that could cover the three of us if needed. Yeah, probably. Okay, so you've got uh, two umbrellas. I By had, the time you get them, you are still soaked through. Oh, yeah, and I, I'm assuming it's not fun-smelling water either. I'm assuming it smells like the atmosphere. I, it's it's hard for you to tell because the smell is just everywhere. Like, you can't tell if the smell is coming from the water or just the air. You, you don't know. It doesn't smell worse, but it doesn't smell better either. God, but, you really know, it's Florida mixed with Jersey. Uh, but uh, I give the other umbrella to to, to Muck. Air. Uh, it's between the two of us, we should be able to cover all three of us in case that happens again. I know it's a little late, but at least now we'll be a little better for the next sudden downpour. Yep. So you you keep walking, and as you as you get to the end of this path, uh, you come out into what seems to be. Uh, hub for the settlement on Wilson's Folly. You see uh, the streets are as such as they are are mainly mud that have been uh, covered with planks of some sort of local wood. Uh, it, it has a kind of wet wild west town kind of vibe. Uh, the buildings seem to be a mishmash of prefab structures and wooden buildings that have been either uh, constructed next to them, or you see some of the prefabs have wooden additions to them. Uh, it's uh, it's a hodgepodge. There's also some buildings that seem to be shacks built out of uh, scrap metal. Uh, there's one or two that look like small shuttles that were kind of dragged and parked there, and maybe like the side was cut open and they were turned into uh, you know structures of some kind. Uh, it's a hodgepodge. There's there's people milling about. Uh, there's larger shops here. Uh, a few more of those those street carts, but they seem to be focusing more on food around here. 
and as the three of you are standing there taking it in, uh, a, a woman kind of sidles up to you. Uh, she's got, uh, she's wearing a maybe leather coat uh, or some sort of hide of an ad of, you don't recognize it, uh, some sort of alien skin. Uh, it's a, it's a long, like almost trench coat that comes down to her calves. Uh, it's got a hood that has, that has been pushed back. Uh, her hair is kind of uh, stringy and matted on her head. She's got a little bit of dirt on her face. Uh, she looks at you. Hey, you three look a little lost. Need some help? Um, I I give her I give her the most normal human looking smile that I can muster. Um, and, and I say <laughs> I say, uh, yeah, I, actually we're we're a little new uh, here. We're we're just trying to get the lay of the land. Uh, she looks she looks past you, Muck at Rook. Uh, and says, ah, letting your android do the work for you, and she winks at him. Uh, oh. Excuse uh, me. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no worries. Uh, we accept all pi- all types here on, on Wilson's Folly. Uh, uh, well, we're, we're just new here. I don't, none of us are androids. Oh, well, my mistakes. My mistake. My name's, uh, my name's Letitia. Hi. I'd be happy to show you around. Uh, what at what cost here, uh, Letitia? Oh, we could work something out. I don't like to haggle over prices right up front. It's uh, oh, it's rude, you know. Yeah, thing is, uh, we have uh, nothing to pay you with, so we're actually kind of looking for work. If you have a way to uh, do that. Hmm. What kind of work can you do? What kind of work do you need? Well, I uh, I don't have a job for you, but uh, I might know someone. How'd you you got a ship? How'd you get here? We swam. <laughs> I'm okay. Dropped enough. you off. You could have <laughs> you could have booked passage here for some godforsaken reason. Uh, wow. No, we uh, we happened to land here. We got a ship, and okay. I have a crowbar. Is, he's is my friend. Threat? No, no, he's my friend. I I may not be an android, but I uh, I know my way around a computer. If you've got any computers or uh, electronics that need, and am I good at fixing electronics? Hang on a second. No, it's it's just computers. <laughs> Sorry. It's been a while. Um, I, I know my way about. A, I, I know my way around a computer. If you've got any uh, any software that needs uh, fixing or some some uh, coding that needs doing, he's the mm-hmm. brains with the technology. I'm the one that can put it all together, and he's the muscle. Oh, I could figure that out by looking at him. Thank you. Let's see. And and again, not an android. My my face is just like this. Ah, sorry about that. Uh, I mean, we're a little groggy from from the cryo sleep on the way here. Yeah, I've heard that can uh, that can really do a number on you. 
Well, give me one second. Why don't I? Why don't I go bring you over to uh, rents? He probably has something you might be able to help him with. That what was his name? Rent? Rents. R-E-N-C-E. Oh, rent. Oh, okay. I thought he was what we would have to pay every month. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, let's go with that. His name is Rent. R-E-N-T. Oh, all right. <laughs> I like that better. Uh, so, uh, Leticia starts sauntering away down the, the muddy streets. Uh, uh, you know, she takes a few steps and turns and Ways for you to follow her. I uh, I turn I turn to the two of them, and I say, "What? How much you want to bet that Rent is going to murder us?" Uh, you know, I have a feeling he's either going to do that or take full advantage of us. I mean, I don't trust this lady as far as I can probably throw her with my crowbar. Well, it's a start. Well, look, I don't think he's going to kill us. He might try. More dedicated people have tried. Yeah. yeah. I think he's just going to try and uh, make us do a jobs for him uh, on, the, on the cheap. You know, pay us below minimum wage. Whatever that uh, might Leticia, be. Leticia turns around. Are you three coming? Just um, out of character, do any of us know what an appropriate rate wage would be? Uh, it would depend on the job. I would say, uh, I mean, Rook probably does as a, as a teamster. I mean, you would all know what you would normally get paid for work. Um, all right. Cause I thought we forgot a lot of stuff. No, I, you bet you messed up the way you, you've got pretty much all of your memories back. Okay. Um, hiring mercenaries. If so, if someone were to hire you as mercenaries. Um. So. Oh God, we we get to be the NPCs in someone else's game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, salaries are a monthly hope, salary. So it. I hope someone escorts us somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send I'm everybody gonna on a the wall. <laughs> I'm gonna send everybody on a fetch quest. Hey, <laughs> Muck borrowed my calculator. Can you go get it back for me? He's <laughs> he's right next door. You could just walk to the other building. Nah, I I can't leave my desk. I'm gonna be standing with my back to this gigantic room for ten minutes while I work on this console. Defend me with your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm just looking over the monthly salary for mercenaries. Uh, marine grunts are super cheap. Um, you mean engineers? Expensive. What? Nothing. I'm just trying to get my price up. Um, I don't know where Ryan would fall on here. I guess maybe engineer. Um, engineers are pretty expensive. Um, so a monthly violence. A monthly salary for a marine <laughs> grunt is six hundred credits. Uh, 
Uh, for an engineer, it's four thousand. Yeah, I'm definitely damn. an engineer. Uh, I actually have engineering. <laughs> I, know. I am a teamster. Well, teamster is not one of the options here. Uh, Walls. Uh, I mean, researcher is fifteen hundred. That might be Ryan. Pilots are three thousand. If you want to go that route, but uh, we Look, can worry about I that. I build later. the robots, and Ryan gives them a personality and tells them what to do. Yeah, well, there's nothing for like programmers or AIs, unfortunately. Um, that's oh, that's weird. Researcher. Let's let's yeah. go to Rent and see what he's got. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, Maybe he just wants to murder us and take our ship, in which case, we murder him instead. It's a place to start. He uh, could, well, did he you bring your guns with you, or did you... Yes, did I you brought my guns with me. Okay. And I always have my crowbar with me. He doesn't leave my side. The only thing I'm good at is shooting. My guns are with me. What guns do you have again, Chris? Uh, well, I guess gun. The uh, harpoon taser. Uh, okay. Wait, I might have another one, maybe on the front. Someone had a shotgun. James, I think, had a oh, shotgun. Oh, a laser I cutter. Have a I have a laser cutter as well. Laser cutter, okay. Uh, I have a revolver, so I've got that. Um, I also have a wrench. Uh, I would say, Chris, you, you might have left the harpoon behind, because that's really big and cumbersome. Uh, the, the laser cutter is All right. portable, but the... I mean, it's it's a harpoon gun with like a car battery strapped to it, more or less. It's not the most portable thing. I know you, but like, you you would just have to be walking around carrying it the entire time. I'm, you know, that that could be a, a pretty good deterrent. But I think you're right. I'll probably just leave. I'll just take the one weapon. I should be okay. I'll bring the wrench too, so I can smack people around. I also have a hand welder. Oh, by the way, you. You guys also have a second AI core that uh, Muck didn't murder, uh, called Lumina. That, oh yeah, sorry, we have uh, Lumina. The, right, the other the other AI asked you to keep her safe and get her to safety. That was that was the, its condition for letting you murder it to turn it into your ship AI. It, didn't it also have a message for her? Yeah, uh, it told it told me to tell um, Virgo. Told me to tell Lumina that they were right. Whatever that means. Whatever whatever that means. Uh, okay, so uh, Leticia leads you through uh, down the main street, which is which has you know planks of wood over, cut you know, laid down over it, so you're not really stepping in the mud, uh, and then takes you down an alley, which also has planks on it, and twists through a few back alleys until you're just sort of trudging through inch deep mud. Uh, and she ends at uh, one of the at a what was probably at one point a cargo container. Uh, it has been uh, maybe placed here. You don't know if it was placed or dropped. It doesn't seem to be uh, laid in the direction that the rest of the buildings are in. It's kind of a scans to all of them. And instead of the end, like the doors just being opened, someone uh, has cut a, a square hole in the side of it and lifted up that part of the wall upward to sort of make an awning over the top. Uh, and there is a man sitting in a plastic chair 
Uh, he's wearing uh, pants and a dirty stained uh, white tank top. Uh, he's got a, a a glass of some sort of drink in his hand, uh, and he's just kind of sitting there, just passing the day. What uh, color pants? Goes up to him. Uh, his pants are red. Okay. Uh, Letitia goes up to him and says, Rents! And is that, oh, Letitia! Well, welcome! And she says, I found uh, some new friends. They just landed here. Uh, they said they're looking for work. And I thought, well, if anyone could help them out, it would be my pal Rents. Uh, and he smiles. You can see he's missing a few teeth in his mouth. He goes, ah, you're too good, Letitia. Uh, and then he, he gets up and he, he walks over to you three. Well, well. Aren't you a bunch of strapping lads? Sure. Yeah, I guess you could say that. What are your names? I'm Zark. And these are my associates, Rook and Titus. Oh, okay, okay. Well, why don't you uh, step into my office? He, he waves and turns and walks into the shipping container. You gonna follow him in? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Right. I'm, I'm letting, I'm letting Titus go first, though. That, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, uh, you, you walk into the shipping container. It is the inside of a shipping container. There's a little desk that's been laid out uh, with just enough room on the side for him to uh, skirt by. Inside the shipping container, it's somehow even more hot and humid than it is outside. Uh, there's in the corner, there's like a little oscillating fan that's doing its damnedest to try to cool the room down, but isn't really doing much. Uh, in the back behind the desk, you could see a little cot with, uh, unmade with some blankets, uh, tossed to the side. Uh, and there's like a little refrigerator back there. Uh, he sits down in this old creaky chair behind the desk. There are no chairs for you to sit. Uh, there's just... A few, there's like two light bulbs that illuminate in here, so it's kind of dark and shadowy, but you can enough that you can see. And he says, "So, what kind of work are you looking for?" Well, uh, oh, what kind I, you got? <laughs> Sorry, James. It's okay. No, you got you good. Oh well, I mean that depends on your skill sets. I don't want to. Pair you up with a job you're not going to be able to do. That would just leave everyone disappointed. Well, uh, I I put things together and build them. He uh, programs them and gives them, you know, commands and stuff. And he kills anything that tries to stop us from doing those things. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you have a ship? Yeah. We do. Huh. And, uh, how much money are you looking for? Well, I guess, uh, we need supplies to survive. And, uh, more supplies to do a bit of a raid. Uh, so, lots. Also, Hmm. depends on the job. Danger goes up, price goes up. Mm-hmm. 
So it sounds like you need supplies and weapons, is that right? I'm not here to judge. I'm just gauging a potential business interest. And maybe some explosives. Well, of course, I would categorize that under weapons, though. So, I take it you're, this is your first time here on the Folly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it ever get nice? <laughs> uh, you're talking about the smell? Any of it. Well, uh, give it a day or so and you'll, you know, get accustomed to the smell. It just sort of soaks into you and then uh, you don't notice it anymore. The heat, uh, that's a whole nother thing. He he opens a door, a drawer in his desk and pulls out like a little paper fan uh, and sits back and starts fanning himself with it. So, if you wanted to put together an order like that with that kind of uh, firepower, you're going to have to go to Big Billy. She's the boss around here. And, uh, Something like that's got to go through her. I I can't move that kind of merchandise without her say so. No one can. Of course, I could make an introduction if you maybe do something for me. Prove you're worth my time. You know. Guess it's kind of fair. I mean, depends on what the job is, of course. Oh, I mean, super yeah. easy. I've got... Look, you boys seem like you've been through a lot, but you also seem like you're capable, so I've got an easy job for you. Just uh, the delivery, so to speak. Well, uh, what do you call it? Well, you you got to pick up a package for me and then bring it back. Think you could do that? So you want us to fetch something for you is what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Just go on a little quest to fetch it. And inside the package, there's a person who you're going to need to defend. <laughs> and inside the person there's a secret code now <laughs> damn it uh, so here's the deal a few months ago uh, I was doing business with someone and they exchanged some information with me for uh, goods and services turns out that on a moon of a gas giant not too far from this system an old corporation set up a newfangled kind of terraforming base. Didn't work out. They pulled out, abandoned the base. But they left their prototype terraforming device behind. Not just that. I have it on good authority that the plans for said device are still at that base. You go there, get the plans, bring them back here. I'll introduce you to Big Billy. I mean, we're going to get more than just an introduction for something like this, right? Because you, you're saying it's simple, but I have a feeling that it's not as simple as you're saying it is. For example, is there anyone else that's looking to get this merchandise? Not that I'm aware of. But not out of the question. We're on the fringes of civilization here. There's not too many folks who are coming out this way, and this system is technically uninhabited. Not technically, it is uninhabited, so there's no reason for other people to be going there. It's close to here, Folly. It's uh, 
about 10 light years away. So you take your ship, go over there, pick it up, and bring it back here. Tell you what, I'll throw in, uh, how about some supplies for your ship? Food and water and things like that, huh? As long as it's not granola or flavored like me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll throw in some of the best that the folly has to offer. I have a feeling that's... confidence. <laughs> what, do you ever have folly rat? No. Never oh, had well, folly. you are. You're about to. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> um, that's good. It uh, it's kind of got a well. Uh, I don't know. It's got a taste. <laughs> this is a rat burger. <laughs> it's all in the way you prepare it. <laughs> Trust me, it's yeah. way better than the lizards. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, give give me a moment to uh, give me a moment to confer with my colleague. We can. Uh, we can accept, but I'd like to uh, discuss it with them first. Of course, of course. Take your time. I'll be right here. He just like leans back in his chair and is slowly fanning himself. I I, I like huddle up with the two of them, and uh, I I say, uh, well, Letitia didn't block the door, so I think we're not going to get murdered. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think? You want to do this job? Well, um, if he can get us an introduction to the big boss around here, they can probably get us the stuff that we need, then I don't see why we could do it. And he is throwing in supplies, so it's not like we're doing it entirely pro bono. We definitely need to speak to someone who's uh, higher up than a cargo container if we want to move some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are we sure this guy isn't just full of shit? We're going to do this job for him, and then he'll just say thank you? Oh, you've got stuff to move? Sorry. It echoes in here. Yeah, funny that. I can uh, I can help you move some merchandise. We, uh, we, may, we may be in possession of some unique items. Unique items are always in vogue. What do you got? Um, do I have anything on me that, uh, hmm, I'm just looking. I don't think I have anything. That, I think we uh, gave away my stuff to the, to get off yeah, the, yeah. What what are you trying to see if you have like something that shows that you were on the deep? Yeah, like do I have anything that says like Cloudbank synthetics? Um, <laughs> if, if you want, you could maybe you find out you still have one of those Titus flavored uh, meat sticks no, in your don't. pocket. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I think I really those meat sticks. I think I think out of respect for Titus and also knowing Titus, I don't think I'd ever I'd want to eat him. So I don't think I would have taken one. In all honesty, Zuck, uh, Zuck definitely would have taken one. 
Sure. So if you want, Zuck, you have one of those in your pocket, it, and it does, uh, you know, it does say Cloud Bank, uh, you know, excuse me, Cloud Bank synthetic production facility on it. Well, I mean, I think we do have some specimen containers. Uh, I traded my alien foot, so I need to get rid of that off my my list. I traded that for two umbrellas. Oh, you got two. And also, yeah. would it prove that you are on the deep? Because yeah, that's true. It's an alien from a different place. Um. Well, the bar doesn't. Oh, yes, it does. It proves it. Never mind. I'm not going to talk us out of this. So I will. Uh, I will. I will take that. Uh, take the. Take the uh, protein bar out of my pocket and just sort of. Just sort of fidget with it. A bit. Not protein, but okay. Oh, it's not. I thought it's. Uh, it's a. It's a synth flesh bar. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. That's well, I guess yeah. It's protein. protein right? Yeah, it's it's like a jerky. Say, yeah. 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 Sorry. Never mind. I'll take the I'll take the Titus jerky out of my pocket, um, and I'll say, Do "Well, I noticed the Titus jerky." Uh, are you trying to hide it, Ryan? No. Uh, all right. So Titus, uh, just make an intellect check. Okay. Let's see. That's sixty-eight, and my intellect is twenty-eight. So no, I guess I don't notice. No, you do not. That's good. Um, and and I'll say uh, we we may have we may have picked up some uh, very unique items from our our last job um, that that might be of interest to the right buyer. Um, and I'll just uh, put it down on the desk um, so that so that he can read the you know cloud bank synthetics label, and I'll say. Much more interesting than this, of course. But you know, he. Items, uh, oh, sorry. Finish. Items acquired in the same location. Uh, he leans forward to look at the wrapper on the bar. Uh, do you let? He he reaches out to like take it. Do you let him? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll let him. Okay. I don't I don't particularly want to eat uh, Titus jerky. All right. So he 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 reaches up and takes it. He's looking it over. Cloud Bank? I thought that place was a myth. I assure you, friend, it is as real as you or I or that bar that you're holding. So you're saying that you've got some other pieces from this place? That is what I'm saying, yes. Uh, are Are you trying to take the bar back from him? Um, not particularly. Like I said, I'm... Uh, he, okay. Uh, he He's moving to... He, he grabs... He's about to open it. Are you going to stop him? Um, I, I guess... I guess now, if he's going to... If he's going to open it, I'll, I'll stop him. Oh, I, th- I thought you were giving this to me. <sighs> that, uh... It's more of proof. Yeah. I see. Uh, he, he sets it down and slides it back to you. Well, uh, if you've got a few other odds and ends from there, I could probably find a buyer who might be interested. What exactly are we talking about here? Weapons? Uh, Android schematics? What? 
Well, uh, more like oddities, I would say. Okay, such as. Um, I I do have a um procedurally generated epic poem. On Excuse a, me. On a microfilm canister. Um, written by a, a poem? an epic poem. Yes, written in blank verse. Like I said, we need to find the right kind of buyer. I I don't know, and I like look around the uh, I look around the shipping container. I don't know that this is exactly the right place to move this merchandise, but well, uh, I could take a look around and ask if anyone's interested in microfilm poetry. That doesn't rhyme, right? You said it it doesn't rhyme. No. It scans, though. The meter's good. Right. Okay, well, I'll see what I could do. Uh, in, in, in the meantime, uh, yeah, uh, he, uh, Go opens a desk drawer uh, and pulls out some paper and writes down uh, like, a, like a string of numbers. This is the coordinates for the moon. That's where you gotta go. There should only be one structure on the surface, so that's what you're looking for. From what I'm told, it's in the northern hemisphere. And uh, I'll send someone to meet you at your ship. Which one's your ship? Um, the Oberon Mariner. Okay, great, great. I'll send someone down with, uh, some food and stuff for you. Good. Much appreciated. All right, well then, it's been a pleasure doing business with you gentlemen, and, uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. Yeah. Okay, so he get, he gives you the coordinates for the moon. Are you going to head back to your ship, or do you want to explode, explode, explore? I want to explore. Some more. I think we should head back to the ship, because uh, I don't fully trust this guy and who he might be sending to our ship with food and supplies. I don't want them, like, you know, touching things. Yeah. We also don't have any money, and, and none of us really knows, um, you know, what to do on a backwater planet. Because apparently, yeah. none of us none of us came from uh, from a shady backwater planet. Go figure. Uh, okay, so you you manage to find your way back to your ship. It, you make a few wrong turns in the alleys, but once you get back to the main street, it's easy enough to find your way back. It's a dangerous um, thing to do: make a wrong turn in an alley in a place that you're unfamiliar with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Nobody uh, tried to mug us. Well, you are armed, so yeah. people can see that. Put that map away. You make us look like tourists. About, how tall is Titus O'Neill? Titus uh, if you input the coordinates into it. the computer, Ryan, uh, it, it tells you that the planets or the the planet is about seven light years from here. So it's going to be about a six month journey via hyperspace, which isn't too bad. 
Not at all. Six six right. nine, by the way. Six six. So that could be another reason why people aren't fucking with us too much. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the marine helps. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, so this has been a fun game. I guess I'll see you guys in six months when we get there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna LARP this part, so you guys need yeah. to go to bed for six months. Oh, in real time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna say no. I mean, uh, I mean, my, you, my you can't get out of bed for six months. I, I mean, after the year that we've all just had, it's, I, I could use a nice uh, six-month nap. <laughs> Very perfect. That's a, that's the way to think of it. Hopefully I'll wake up and things will be better. Yeah. Uh, about two hours after you get back to the ship, uh, there's a, a pounding on the outside airlock, uh, and you can check on the camera, and you see uh, Letitia is there, smiling and waving at the camera. All right. Uh, I will uh, open the airlock and, and let her in. Okay. Uh, you you open it up and she comes in. Well, this is not too bad. It's a little uh, empty. I'd probably need- use a woman's touch, but uh, not bad. Not bad. It, it definitely needs some love. Uh, I got a crate outside from Rents. Said uh, you boys needed some stuff. Yeah, it's not too much rat, is it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't open it. It's just the right amount of rat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, there's no air holes, so I hope it's not too much rat, because probably dead. <laughs> is that what you want? You wanted you wanted some live folly rats? No, no. He we were we wanted some food, and he he mentioned that they. Oh yeah. Well, rat. I mean we. A folly rat's pretty common around here. Yeah, I was just hoping he was joking, but I guess not. Well, they're not. They're not like. They're not like rats. They're. Uh, they're like. Kind of like the size of dogs. They just look like rats. Um. Oh. It's not a rat. It's the capybara. The- the king of the rat. Something basically. Like it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's basically uh, alien it's a alien It's got like a longer tail and a little bit more of a rat face. That's a folly rat. Listen, uh, I left it outside. You guys can grab it. I'm not, you know, I'm not your delivery service. I mean, I guess I am, but I'm not going to do all the work for you. You got a big, strong guy right there. He can move the box. Yeah, I guess Listen, so. If, uh, if you need any help when you get back, just look me up. I'll be happy to bring you around. See? I brought you to rent, and that worked out, so you could trust Letitia. I guess, I guess. Uh, what I do mean, you know about this? Uh, what, what did he say the big boss lady was that works around here? Big Bill. Big Billy. Oh, uh, Big Billy. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you know about this Big Billy person? Oh, Big Billy, she runs the show. Uh, from what I hear, she's a descendant of the uh, original Wilson who founded this place. Oh. <laughs> sort of a family business. Oh, that sounds nice. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be like this when they got here, but, you know, times change and you make do with what you got, right? Yeah. Makes that sense. You. 
All right. Well, I'm going to go. You all take care now. All right. Thank you for the package. And Thanks for everything. Showing us My around. Pleasure. Don't die out there. <laughs> she laughs and walks off the ship. So I'm going to check out what's in the package before I bring it onto the ship. Okay, well, it's uh, so you go outside. There's a there's a big wooden crate uh, that's oh, been nailed shut. Yeah, you're going to need some kind of crowbar to open it. Oh man, if I only knew where one was. Yeah, well, without a crowbar, you can't open it. Sorry, guys. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> Rook, Rook <laughs> runs out with his crowbar and starts prying the lid off. Uh, you you open it up. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, wrapped food that is in uh, vacuum sealed packages to keep it fresh. Uh, you see a bunch of jerky looking meats. Uh, there is some steaks of a kind. There's a lot of what looks like um, kelp, dried. Uh, in bags, um, and then there's a few just like standards, um, like ship MRE kind of meals. Most of it seems to be local food that has been, you know, freeze dried or dried out or vacuum sealed to preserve it for the trip, which is standard for space food. Freeze dried rat steak. Yeah. Rick's favorite steak. And I didn't think things could get any worse. No, no, no. mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say steak? Uh, so you can you can bring the the thing on board. You can unload it into your galley. Uh, there's still plenty of room. Your the ship you have was technically designed for a crew of ten, so. Even even with this food, there's still plenty of room left in your galley shelves and everything. But uh, it is it is enough food for you guys for this trip, so you won't be you won't be starving. That's good. I I don't like starving. Starving seems like a, a bad way to go. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, is there anything you would like to do before you leave Wilson's Folly? Uh, is there any way we could do some research and to figure out about this moon and this place that this guy wants us to go? You can try. Um, let me see. I think that would be um, definitely going to be intellect, and I would accept planetology if any of you have it, which I don't think you do. Um. Mm. That's probably it. So it's going to be intellect. I mean, you can all try if you want intellect, but it's going to be a disadvantage. All right. Because uh, it's real obscure. Is there any kind of uh, computer network on Wilson's Folly that I can t- connect to and maybe bring my computer skill into into play? Um, there's it's again, it's like 1980s sci-fi, so there's not much of a computer network anywhere. Gotcha. Um, like your ship has a computer. Ne- There's no internet. Okay. 
There's there's just a whole bunch of unconnected intranets. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll. I guess I'll try it. Let's see. Well, he said we could all try at disadvantage, and uh, yeah. I got a ten or, and or a one s- of you seventy. Oh, sorry. So. <laughs> I was gonna say, or one of you can help the other, and that would negate the disadvantage. Ah. So uh, I have a terrible intellect, so I'll help. Um, help Brian. Yeah, I'll I, 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 I did bad. All right. Uh, yeah, I got a fifty-one out of fifty-nine. Okay. Uh, you, you remember hearing something about this from before, Ryan, you were talking to someone at a bar and it it came out. Um, all you remember is that, uh, you know, they were talking, they were talking about how they heard that there was some other corporation that had, you know, this crazy new tech that they were trying, but they had to abandon it because, abandon it because of some sort of, uh, biological contaminant on the planet that they just couldn't get under control. I think I do remember hearing something about this planet, actually. Uh, it seems like there's some kind of contamination that uh, the company couldn't kick, couldn't shake, which is why they abandoned the project. Can our vac suits protect us from this contamination? Uh, out of character, yes, your your vac suits can. Um, one of them has a big hole in it, though, from where someone got tasered. Mm. But... And, and harpooned. Yeah, but other than that, yes. As long as it's not, if it's a biological contaminant, it should work because your your vac suit's a sealed system. If it was like a radiation sort of thing, it might not, depending on how. I mean, your your vac suit gives you some basic radiation protection, but it would depend on how severe the radiation was. But if it's is if it is a biological contaminant, then conceivably, yes. So everyone's fine except Ryan. Thanks, Titus. I think it was necessary. Well, otherwise you would have left me on the deep, so... I mean, yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, I was just going to try and knock him out, but... (laughs) I guess... Mine just happened to be on the end of a harpoon. Yeah, there's, there's more than one way to harpoon a pilot. <laughs> they all involve uh, stabbing, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there is there any way I can get my vac suit repaired? Uh, you could. Well, to do it here, to have someone else do it for you would oh, be. Uh, hold on, it was a crew for crew ten. The ship was right. Is there yes. just another vac suit in there that he could take? No, those are definitely something that would have been taken okay. by other scavengers. Uh, you could do make an intellect, um, or someone can. I would accept uh, either zero G or mechanical repair. I have both of those. Yeah, so do I. Um, I'll I'll help. I'll assist you. Or do you want to assist me? Uh, uh, for repairing your, uh, your vac suit? Yeah. Um, it's, it, uh, what does the assist give? It would give you advantage. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh. why not? 
I'll, I'll take the assist. All right, so I'll I'll help you repair my vac suit. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, um, so roll with advantage then. Uh, is a hundred good or bad? A hundred is a critical success. So okay. that is good. Because I got a hundred uh, and a forty. <laughs> both so of them. You... Both are succeeds then. Yes, they are both succeeds. Uh, congratulations! <laughs> you 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 repair the vac suit. It is as good as new. I am sorry with uh, the limited stuff that we had, Mark. Uh, this is the best I can do in getting this thing fixed. Well, I mean, it still has a lot of my blood in it, but it seems like the pressure's holding really well. Yeah, that you turn it. seems to be working. <laughs> yeah, that, Some that people call it dried blood. I call it character. <laughs> <laughs> that, that crimson tinge on the on the leg is. Uh, kind of a proof that it's been through the war. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you got your suit fixed and uh, you've got your supplies. So you guys uh, lift off. Uh, you you plot in the course. You don't have to make a roll for this one, Zark, because it's, you know, you just put it in. The, the AI is going to do most of it for you. Uh, and you guys head back to cryosleep. So why don't we... End it for there, and next time you'll get to uh, this unnamed moon, whatever. Woot woot. Yeah. All right, so thank you all. Anyone have any last will thoughts before Craig leaves? No.